Hi, welcome to Race House with me, Joe Lee. And me, Darren Reeves. We're underway. It's the first race <laughs> of the F1 season 2024. Finally, it seemed like an eternity. Bahrain has happened and it's been an unusual Bahrain because they've shifted the dates um, because of the holy month of Ramadan and because the next race is in Saudi that happens just before Ramadan so it, it won't be on Sunday because that's the first day of Ramadan for the Muslim culture and because of these races now um, years gone by have been in lots of these uh, Arab countries surrounding uh, Dubai where I'm at, at the moment um, uh, they've had to kind of reposition and rejiggle this and that's going to be interesting next year because Ramadan moves forward a fortnight every year so we're gonna have to see the calendar start later um next year so you could see um yeah late march could be the first ones or they could start back in australia uh, and rejig the calendar because of ramadan which well, i think might happen do you know i find it really interesting that there we're we're bringing in these cultures and actually trying to work with everybody and and we, you know it's a global sport we need to accept all these different cultures and understand them rather than just bits be oh it's got to be this time for television you know um, I think a part of it is because Vegas did the Saturday night. We hadn't seen a Saturday race since 1970. And then suddenly we've got three in four races are on a Saturday. So mm. I, I, I think it's all encompassing. I think well done, Formula One, for listening to people. It works better for people. Formula One fans are going to watch it on the television, whether it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Let's do a Monday race for fun. Come on. Let's, 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 <laughs> why not? Both but, people but, will watch it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, do you know what? And, and we've got as another night race, of course. You know, uh, I, I think it's beautiful, but it was cold in Bahrain this weekend. Joe, you live out in the desert. Talk to me about why it was cold in Bahrain. Well, the desert is a cold place, even in Vegas. And Vegas was freezing this yeah. year, as everyone found out. And to their surprise, when all these uh, companies were doing rooftop uh, nightclubs uh, and it's minus two. Uh, no, thank you. I'm okay. Uh, I'm going to go inside and play the slots. Um, no, with uh, Bahrain, yes. And I've, I've worked Bahrain a few times, um, I think five, six times. And uh, yeah. it is cold. You have to wear a jumper, maybe some layers. Because um, at night, in the middle of the desert, there's nothing there to kind of warm you. You haven't got that warmth from the city, um, as you would get um, in, in, say, London, for example, um, or the yeah. shelter. So it's very exposed. Yeah, it does drop cold. Um, so you've got to make sure you're, you're suited and booted if you're in the VIP sections in the paddock club. I saw uh, Jeremy Clarkson was there. He was waving the the, the, the Finnish flag. Uh, Mike Rutherford from Genesis was there. Lord well. Richmond as well from uh, Goodwood and probably Nick Mason uh, your, good your friend your friend Mike Rutherford Joe come on my, my, come on. both Chertsey boys because since yes. I met him with you uh, I found yeah. out he was born in Chertsey anyway um, <laughs> we've got so much in common uh, it's brilliant uh, look dominance again Red Bull look there's been a lot of distraction we didn't talk about this last time this yeah. whole Christian Horner thing and I don't think this is over yet so we're still to see what's going to unravel with this a bit but Red Bull had their investigation and have cleared him of wrong doing um but the messages have leaked and they're all over the paddock and now all over the world so let's see what resolution that there is i think it's such a strong team you know commercially and racing wise it's you know um it's a very strong team to break up um, however if there's illegality then that has to be taken seriously of course yeah. Yeah. um but, uh, but uh, no what no one person is bigger than a team Joe and Red Bull are a massive mm. organization. Uh, you know, they've just got to do the right thing for Formula One. 
and the right thing yeah. for Red Bull. And I, I sort of feel like they're protecting him a little bit at the moment. Uh, but a, again, he's denying all allegations. And, and I don't like trial by media, really. No. You know, we just want the truth. And we just want fairness within the sport. Uh, so the sooner it's out the way. But I, it didn't affect Red Bull, though, did it? Let's be honest this weekend. Unbelievable. Dominant display by Max. Again, cruised the victory. And Perez got the P2. Um, oh, yeah. A 1-2. I mean, that was the result, really, they needed to to get away from this distraction yes. um, and all this negative press. Um, so, look, that's what it is. They do the talking on the track, um, and that's what's happened. Uh, but for me, man of the match, uh, man of the race, Carlos Sainz, yeah. what a performance. I mean, well, we know that he's lost his seat next year to Lewis Hamilton. So this is a great audition piece. <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he's always been that second driver, whether at Toro Rosso, whether at Renault, whether at McLaren, we're now at Ferrari. And you know what? Now I, he's just going to ignore any team orders and he's he's racing for his career. And I'm sure he's going to get a drive somewhere. But he he just did a great move on Russell and a great move on Leclerc. And he Incredible. kept up with the Red Bull of Perez. Now, I don't know if that's something to shout about or not, really. Uh, but he he was the one driver that was there. He was the one driver to beat a Red Bull last year as well. This guy has to be worth a top drive oh surely surely yeah. whether it's mercedes or maybe aston martin or even uh, mclaren you know yeah uh, i can't i just can't see him being in in a red bull well he could be he was a red bull driver could that second red bull seat be everywhere. available next season care. yeah <laughs> yeah it doesn't at all maybe, you maybe know Haas or Williams, but, but a great, great for me he was the story of of the race you know Red Bull one, two, you know, we just expect that every time now. Perez has a few mishaps, but he had one of his better drives, I felt. Mm. Coming from fifth to second, that's actually better than going from first to first, if you think about it. But, uh, yeah. you know, but he's got the car to do that every race and no excuses, really. But science, yeah. wow. He, I think Leclerc had a few problems, didn't he? He had uh, brake problems and was nursing the car home. So did well to get fourth. I think, I think we'll did. give him that. He fended off George Russell pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think that the McLarens did very well. Obviously, when we're in delivery again. You are? Uh, for the boys. Yeah. Start the season. And a much better Bahrain than last year. Because last year, they basically came last, both of them, 19th and yeah. 20th. Um, and now Norris got sixth, Piastri eighth. Um, much better result. This gives them really good uh, foundation, I think, to build on for the rest of the season. Hamilton was there in seventh. Um, I think a lot of people expect him to be top three, I think. I, I expected him to be up there and driving for his life this this time. But he's not driving for a race seat, is he? Unlike science. You know, it's all done and dusted. I just worry is the motivation Hunger. there. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Russell definitely was the better driver of the two this weekend, all weekend. Uh, Hamilton said he took a few risks with his setup, but they didn't work. Um, but, but the Mercedes and the McLaren, they seem to be a uh, very, very similar place, sitting for third, the third best team, really, uh, either of them, with Aston Martin just behind them. We had no DNFs, Joe. We've got, yeah. it's very odd, isn't it? There's no new rookie drivers to follow. There were no DNFs. You know, there was that little sort of um, spin for uh, where Hulkenberg clipped Stroll on turn one. It was a very uneventful race and then a silly pit stop by Bottas. But mm. what happened there? 
it was really, I think they put the wrong tires on. I, the, that's what I is, thought they did. This is um, ridiculous. But it took you forever. Know? I mean, yeah. you think, I think it was George Russell that came in after and then out ahead. And that was his pit stop was 2.9 seconds, um, which is a now that nowadays that's an average time. Um, yeah. But he was there for about a minute. I mean, yeah, it's, that's it's, excruciating. It's, it's, the, the sponsors would be going mental, you know, stake, you know, the title sponsor this year, aren't they? You know, the amount of money that these people put in for then these mistakes to happen is is totally unacceptable right the way to the top. Uh, this is that's not Formula One. That's just schoolboy, you know, basic stuff, you know. And and to be honest with you, I wouldn't expect that sort of team behavior where I am today, Joe. Well, no, no, you wouldn't <laughs> expect that now. Um it's just it's just unbelievable um and tell us where where are you actually darren well you're not you're not in your in your kitchen as usual i'm not i'm not in my kitchen or anywhere else i'm at gyg karting racetrack in north wales for a test day ready for the super one national karting series here in the uk that starts first week of april and my son is racing in the series this season with pro car engineering team and uh, we're we're hoping for some uh, good results. So it's his first time here out on this track, and he's had a couple of spectaculars already, Joe. It's a slightly it's a drying track, and then we had a bit of hail, but uh, he's he sent it into the barriers and came out the cart in his second session, and then at the back of the track it started to rain, and he went straight off at a hairpin and just kept going and going and going as if he was never going to stop. So uh, so we we've. We've had some dirt flying around, and uh, those overalls will definitely go into the washing machine. But it's a beautiful, tr <laughs> it's a beautiful track. As it's the first time we've been here, and we're yeah. really excited to race here at the beginning of April. So, uh, yeah, Super One is the series. So people Super should check one. that out. And say so this is the world where Formula One drivers they all come through these championships, whether in the UK or anywhere else in the world. And uh, see, be, you know, being part of this is it's so exciting to be here today, Joe. And he traveled up with the team because I came from uh, I was playing Derby Arena last night. So I got a hire car and just headed here and uh, we're back in motorsport. You know, it's uh, I'm, I'm so glad it's all back, mate. Those those couple of months over Christmas. Oh, they're so boring compared to the rest of the year. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. It looks like you've got a bit of sunshine as well. There's good weather. Well, it's doing everything. I say we had some hail 20 minutes ago just to dampen the track again, but we're out on slicks. There's a lot of blue sky over there as well. So hopefully, but mate, driving in today, North Wales is so beautiful. So oh, beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Just stunning. But it's a little bit chilly, I have to say. So not 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 the Bahrain temperatures of the daytime temperatures anyway. And the Dubai yeah. ones you have, Joe. No, certainly. So, but that, that plays such a, an important part. And I think um, people don't realise when they are going around the world to these different tracks, the temperatures, um, they can change dramatically. So, yeah, yeah, daytime temperature when you're testing or doing qualifying or anything like that or, or practice, um, that's different to the nighttime because the track starts to cool off. The, the tyres will cool off a bit quicker. Yeah, the, the tyres are the biggest, the biggest. Really, uh, with with temperatures, you know, uh, air temperature, track temperature. But I was interested this weekend, Joe, that there didn't seem to be that much difference between the performance and degradation of the hard tire to the performance and degradation of the soft tire. And, and mm. nobody used a medium tire, I don't think, for the race. Have completely uh, changed uh, the formula of the compounds? Well, they always have their C one, two, three, four, fives. And I've got to be honest with you, I didn't go deep enough into it uh, to look, but I. You know, um, science science was on the hard tire and the Red Bulls were on the soft. But 
you know, they, they were expecting the softs to go off, but they just all seemed to stay together. But I thought mm. it was a really impressive drive, even though they were on different tyres for Ferrari in science's hands to be right there with Perez and driver of the day, definitely. But Perez, for me, a close second. And all those for questions sure. about Perez, you know, oh, he needs to go. And, you know, he's, I mean, he came second in the championship last year. You know, he he's come second today. I mean, he's doing his job. He's the number two but, driver. He's at number two. I mean, what more can you ask of the correct. guy? And, and, mean, and remember, when he signed for Red Bull, he just won a race with Racing Point, now Aston Martin, yep. and didn't have a drive. And he goes and gets in the best car in Formula One. When he, you know, so I think he's done a he's, he's done a great job for what's asked of him. It was always to be number two to Max Verstappen, and he's doing the job. So let's not let's not get at him at all. Talking of ones and the twos, the ones yes. and the twos. Yes. Um, uh, the Red Bull second team, which yes. what we're going to call what what we call in this team? RB. RB. Yeah. Visa Cash App. It's RB, mate. It's RB. That's what it, it is. Sounds like a restaurant in America. RB. Yeah. yeah RB. It certainly um, does. But but the team orders there at yes. Sonoda was not happy having to give his place up to Ricardo. What was the logic there? Well, firstly, they were on different strategies. Okay, so uh, so I think uh, Ricardo was on the softer, faster tire in their eyes. It wasn't really going much faster because the tires weren't de- um, degrading. But uh, Sonoda was not happy about it. Uh, clearly, now Ricardo is the number one driver in that team, and that I mm. think I think either of those drivers are also racing for the number two seat in Red Bull next year. You know, I think this is Perez's last season, in my, I think, uh, and they will switch it out. But what we need to see is we need to see a driver to take on Verstappen. I don't like all this world of when Michael Schumacher was at Ferrari and Massa and Barrichello didn't really fight for it. Saying that 2008 Massa claims to have won the 2008 championship. So he was there. We need, we need better team connections not this one two driver strategy we need two top drivers prost and senna is what we need hamilton and rosberg we need those seasons because formula one red bull i was disappointed all the hype for bahrain it wasn't a race was it you know it 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 wasn't a contest just verstappen and red bull just blew everyone away again which of course is what they want to do that is part of competition is to win isn't it they did everything right. But from a spectator point of view, I, I, I came away a little bit like something was missing. I expected so much from Mercedes this weekend. And McLaren's rise, you know, they've had a better start than they had last season. And hopefully they'll keep going up. But I just wanted a bit more. But have Red Bull just come out the blocks and blown everyone away again, which knocks the wind out of people's sails. It does. And what knocked us for six last year in Bahrain was Aston Martin. They did amazing yes. well. Alonso got third place. Yes. Um, and that was such an amazing surprise. And we're like, oh, wow, this is really shaking up the tree. Uh, this was not the same Bahrain for them. Uh, Stroll spun out, I think, uh, the first lap, wasn't it, uh, after the start? Yep. Um, and Alonso was just getting overtaken by so many people. Um, Again, Hamilton didn't he didn't in... he stay out long though uh, to have fast tires at the end? I think that was the plan. Had it a long Maybe. stint in the middle, so he was on a different strategy. He was on a, Alonso always does it differently, doesn't he? But he is the master at protecting his tires, so therefore he can it gives him the options. But did it work out? Ninth place, Alonso. I expect yeah. more. Stroll was surprising at tenth, so it shows that there yeah. was some pace in the cars, but. Um, 
you know, look, at least they, they got some points. I thought Kevin Magnuson might have got a point, actually. Yeah. Um, well, I'd like to have seen that. Well. Hulk, the Hulk was unlucky. Qualified top 10. Well done for it. You know, I think I think he's yeah. I, I think Hass have got two great drivers uh, with with a with a poor car, really. So to get that into Q3 on on Friday. But, uh, you know, then he goes and falls back. He had a terrible start, falls back behind Stroll, knocks Stroll. It all went completely wrong for him. And Magnussen, you know, drove well. So I, I, I think well done to Haas this weekend. They didn't have all the luck, but they've done a lot worse. But, you know, if we're going to talk about poor performances, Alpine, what has happened to that team? Well, Ryan Reynolds got involved. That's what happened. <laughs> no, well, no, no, Joe, my he... <laughs> my wife's been dreaming about him, so he's getting involved everywhere at the moment. You're not far note. from Wrexham, are you? You can pop down to Wrexham. Uh... Mate, I, I literally, we're just outside Wrexham here. So, yeah, yeah, uh, I have to go I'm down gonna, to the turf. And have I'm going to go and have pint. a word. I'll go and have a pint yeah. in the pub, yeah, with, yeah. with what's his name. Yeah. Um, no, obviously, you know, Ryan's amazing, and, and yeah. he's now uh, a small part of this new team, a part of this conglomerate. Uh, yeah, it's not down to him, but... I don't know what's happened. Maybe I don't know. Is there an arrogance there that now they think well, they're going to be a Wrexham? That's they're going to be revitalised somehow magically. We, ha we have to remember they're a works team. They are Renault. Uh, you know they've won races. They've won world championships, but they are just really lost. And when Otmar Safnau, who I think is a great team principal, left halfway through last season, they've been just all at sea. I think they've got a good driver lineup with Ocon and Gasly. You know, these two drivers easily could step into a top team. Again, I think Ocon is an option for Mercedes next year because Toto mm -hmm. Wolff manages him. Gasly was an option for Red Bull as the number two and, and sort of moved. I think he went in there too young, just like Albon did. You know, these are great drivers. This is why there hasn't been a change on the grid this season because there are some great drivers out there with just a few teams that are just not really delivering what's expected especially at the start of a new season but joe we've got 23 more races for them to get it right that's a lot of podcasts and that uh, is. <laughs> so we are back this season so we're doing our yes. reviews and uh, we made some special episodes as well throughout the year um certainly we're going to be doing a special one from the monaco grand prix so yes. if you're in Monaco, do let us know and uh, come and badger us. And maybe you could appear on the podcast. Who knows? Um, and uh, that we're so looking forward to it. Next race up is the Saudi Grand Prix. They'll be and next week. Go on, Joe. No, you tell me. Go on. Well, it's going to be uh, on Saturday. So it's the same, same as we discussed at the start of the podcast. We've got qualifying on the Friday practice on the thursday qualifying friday and then the race on saturday again so do not miss it do not forget uh yeah it's it's uh it's different i think it's great that we are accommodating all walks of life into formula one global it, sport mate it's great it's a global sport we just need an african race i think yes kyle uh, army kyle army bring it back south africa it yeah, there I, in the eighties. I think we definitely need to have an African Grand Prix, and I think that's in yep. the works. I think they've been trying to sort something out, but that's a different podcast, certainly. So uh, Saudi Grand Prix, make sure, as Darren said, Saturday next week, and um, yeah, let us know your comments and questions and thoughts about this season, your predictions as well uh, for who's going to win. I mean, are we just going to say Verstappen? I mean, <laughs> is it going to well, be this season again? <laughs> I did a prediction with my two boys and they both predicted Verstappen and I decided that he wasn't going to finish top three. Oh boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I bet you included Hamilton so, in the top did. three, didn't you? I did. I did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I did. Now, I did. 
Now, Joe, just looking at it, mate, we're going to wrap this up because I'm running out of battery fast here and I'm just outside <laughs> and not plugged in. I just wanted to say a shout out to um, Harry, who listens to our podcast every week. He came along to my show in Wolverhampton. Uh, this week, I'm out with Queen Extravaganza at the moment on tour around the UK and Europe. So he he said to me, I listen to every one of your podcasts. I love it, Darren. Keep going. You and Joe are doing a great job. So it's lovely to hear that because you and I chat away about Formula One all the time and uh, hearing a bit of feedback uh, and we're bringing some joy to a few people. Then that, that's why we do it, Joe, and, oh, uh, and share it. So, Harry, thanks for listening, buddy. Spread the word. We Cheers, love it. Harry. We love it. Ah, and there's the thumbs up. up. Shout out to uh, Paul Tarry as well for hooking me yes. up for the Rewind Festival in Dubai. We managed to hook up and um, met the the Jam, uh, Bruce Foxton from the Jam, and my friend got his uh, beautiful coffee side coffee table book Wonderful. signed. So he was in heaven. So thank you, Darren, for the hookup. For yes, hooking up with Paul for hooking up with Pat Sharp. That's it. Us up with the jam. <laughs> That's how it works, folks. You want to get ahead in showbiz? That's <laughs> uh, who you know, uh, Joe. Yeah, so look, we'll yeah. be here uh, next week with a review of the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix in Jeddah. Don't miss it, but from now, it's bye from me, Joe Lee. And it's goodbye from me, Darren Reeves. Take, Take care. care.